Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Bro Emergency. This is DJ Saz here coming at you with episode number four, which we're going to call Hot Babies. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be interesting as we get into it. Uh, You'll hopefully figure out why it's not as creepy as it sounds. But welcome back to Bro Emergency. Hopefully you guys got a chance uh, to check out our little snack episode or appetizer for this to get a little bit of the lay of the land, why it's been so darn long since we recorded last. But, you know, I want to just reintroduce you to the crew. We got LVO here. Hello. Nipe. Hi. Horse. Hey. Good to see you guys. I'm glad you guys are uh, all back here. It's good to see all of you. It's been a while. Agreed. I think the last time all four of us were together was probably when we recorded back in, in, in like five months ago. Five months ago, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so uh, check out our snack episode if you want to hear a little bit about why uh, we, uh, what we were up to in the last few months and what what's changed and uh, hopefully... Uh, this will become a more regular thing other than uh, once every five months. But, hey, it's uh, quality over quantity. So That's right. Now that COVID doesn't matter, apparently. Yeah, COVID Now we did. can be within at least, you know, seven feet of each other. Yeah. We bad. are socially distanced here, by the yeah, way. With, yeah. Yeah. With COVID not mattering anymore, I'm sorry you guys wasted f- 54 minutes of your life with uh, next <laughs> COVID. <laughs> <laughs> COVID problem. That will live in infamy as the longest <laughs> discussion of COVID by oh, one man ever. Man. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, it's good to be back with you guys. Uh, for a quick update, if you didn't get a chance to listen to our uh, little snack episode we had in between here, um, a few big updates. Uh, Nipe, you had another kid. I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, not me personally. No. My wife had a baby. True, true. Yeah. But he's he's mine. Yeah. So that's <laughs> been exciting. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. How uh, how How's sleeping? That? It's good. Michelle doesn't get as much sleep as I do, but she's a rock star, so. Yeah, how old uh, is the little guy now? Six weeks, actually. Nice. Yep. Nice. Very good. Big milestone. Time flies. uh, One thing we didn't mention in the snack. Yeah. (laughs) So she's not baby episode. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Uh, One thing we did not mention uh, in the little uh, preview episode of this, uh, we have a television star amongst us now. It's uh, true. Actually, family. Larry. Larry. uh, Larry. (laughs) So, uh, local news station here in town, uh, unfortunately butchered, uh, LVO's, uh, first name or did they, it's always a mystery what LVO truly stands for. So maybe it was Larry, but, um, yeah, you got to interview, what were you interviewed about? Uh, it was about, uh, heat illness. And the funny thing is, uh, <clears throat> the anchor was very adamant about getting the last name right and, uh, pr- practiced that and nailed it. And then when the story aired, it was. Larry. Larry. Because yeah. uh, that's it, common. Yeah, L. Yeah. And I mean, it sounds a lot like your real name. You know? So, <laughs> so, it, ma- so it makes close. a lot of sense. But Two syllables. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, for me, we talked a little bit about the braces, about the new hairdo. Um, otherwise, just a summer of, uh, you know, wishing for uh, real life to come back. Uh, I did play a lot of golf, uh, some with uh, uh, Nipe. I haven't played golf with either one of you boys yet, though. Mm, I played one, my once, round of uh, the year, my 18 holes of the year with Matt Knight. Yeah, yeah I heard about it. A couple it. other guys heard from about it. the office. I heard about it. It was a good day. It was a good day. Yeah. Good fun. Yeah. That was the day that I skipped getting my uh, COVID antibody test. Mm. Rebel. I like that. Thank you. Now it's been shown they don't even really matter. So <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. We are happy football's back, though. Yeah, so happy football's back. Kind uh, of. Yeah, what, who's your team again? Do you have a team anymore? Did you give him up? Fighting Sue. Uh, oh, no, wait. They're not I, oh, called yeah, anymore. he likes the Vikings. That's right. <laughs> Once an episode. Got to get it in there. Hurts. Yeah. Hurts Man, still. Uh, it is so good that the Packers beat the Vikings. Uh, it's so good that uh, football's back, uh, mainly that the Packers beat the Vikings. Um, if you guys didn't know, the Packers beat the Vikings. So. I got I, nothing. I watched it, yeah. I, saw I it. literally got nothing. I don't so we have I, had a five-month-ish hiatus. Have you figured out yet why the Packers drafted Love? Uh, I, I have not, but... Uh, I, I mean, Rodgers didn't I really did, look uh, like... Just just so you guys you guys can't see on the podcast, obviously, but we got the Jordan Love jersey underneath my Aaron Rodgers, so... He's prepared. The present and the future here for a horse to just take a gander at. 
I bet I that I bet that Jordan Love is never the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. You know, if uh, what I saw on Sunday, if that uh, propelled Aaron Rodgers to play like that again, uh, that was the best pick of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it's we worth will it. take that every <laughs> single week for the next fifteen years. And Rodgers is going to play till he's sixty. Sixty. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Horse, what do you got? I got nothing. I hate these guys so bad that I just, I'm just going to bite my tongue. Hey, man, I sat through that NFL draft episode like a champ. Like I just, well, I wouldn't I, say like a champ. Yeah, I was going to I mean, I, t- I, mean, I took it, I took you it in the shorts. You were in a corner for, like, for a while. Yeah, yeah, I took it in the shorts tears. for like 45 minutes. You so. borrowed a pacifier from one of my kids. I did. It was, uh, hmm. oh, man. Well, uh, it is good to be back with you guys. Uh, you know, Bro Emergency, just a little bit of a refresher on what it's all about. Uh, we are four uh, emergency medicine uh, bros uh, who want to bring you not only some knowledge about uh, the medical side of emergency medicine that we see and treat every single day on shift, but also a little bit about how it affects us as people, as bros, and uh, hopefully have some uh, fun banter in there as well. So uh, we'll get going with today's episode here shortly. But uh, we did have some listener kind of feedback or questions. One thing uh, people did want to know, uh, we were going to look at everybody's nickname and where we got them. I did get some feedback on that. Um, so I don't know if we want to hear from... No. Horse? <laughs> no. Horse is the man of mystery. We uh, still don't know. Uh, Nipe thinks he knows. Um but Just so uh, long as I can see uh, one of our senior partners fidgeting every time he asks me, really wanting to know, <laughs> that boy ain't going to know. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, other things that we've been told uh, or asked about, uh, people wanted to know some of our emergency medicine uh, funny stories that we've had, uh, some of the tips uh, and tricks to avoid having to go to the emergency department if you're sick. Um and then uh, people want to know if uh, we ever get any questions from family or friends um, about uh, medical things and how we handle that. And then uh, somebody uh, else gave us some feedback. They wanted to hear about things that we allow our kids to do that would surprise people. Uh, my kids all have more than two legs, so uh, I don't know if I can really answer that uh, adequately, as we'll talk about later this episode. But um, you guys got anything on those uh, questions or feedback uh, from the audience? I've got one. All right. It's kind of one of those funny things you can't make up. Uh, So a while back I had a patient who came in with foot pain and went in and talked to her. And uh, she um, ended up having a broken foot. So the story was that uh, she fell off her motorcycle at the motorcycle safety course. <laughs> did uh did she pass the motorcycle? Oh, she passed. Oh, oh she did. All right, nice. good. good. So apparently, <laughs> like you don't have to, you know, dumping the bike doesn't mean no pass. Uh yeah. Well, that's good. No. Emphasis on the motorcycle, not the safety. Noted. Probably emphasis on the, you know, money that you pay to take the course, I would right. suppose, but you never know. Job yeah. security, boys. Job there you security. go. Yeah. I've got a tip to avoid the ED. Ooh, I like that. All right. So we get a lot of cuts, and uh, we don't always repair a cut. So I would suggest that if you can, you know, get away from just the immediate panic, just put some pressure on that and see if you can get it to stop yourself. All bleeding eventually stops, Matt. That's true. <clears throat> Going so much in the tank. Yep. Yeah, uh, that that is a very morbid comment, <laughs> but uh, it is true. Accurate. But seriously, uh, put some pressure on, hold pressure for about 10 to 15 minutes. That does not mean put some like big bulky dressing on it because that's just going to cause more problems. Like set a timer and hold it. Yeah. Yeah. If you can, and if you can just hold pressure with like a finger, you're probably going to be okay. So. Yeah. So I think too, you know, as uh, these episodes go along, uh, we'll certainly try to come back to some of these uh, questions uh, as well. Cause I think, uh, uh, none of them are like a one-time deal. Like I think uh, as we continue to work in emergency medicine, we're always going to think and see new things. Uh, we certainly do get a lot of uh, off-duty uh, friends and family calls too, which we can hit on another episode uh, coming up. But uh, I really do, and we appreciate all the feedback you guys give and letting us know what you want to hear us talk about. So keep coming at us with uh, questions and ideas. Uh, we'll try to hit them up here as we go throughout the episodes. And, and thanks for bugging us about when the next episode's coming. Yeah, that made us feel good. Yeah. Good self-esteem boost. 
brought brought uh, the horse out of the stable. It was nice. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm worried about his mental health right now. <laughs> you okay over there, buddy? Uh, I'm having to stare at a green jersey. Yeah. This has I just been a it. tough night. The derby him. was like a week and a half ago, so. Yeah, he's tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lot man. of stuff happened in the last 30 days. Yeah. So real real quickly, uh, just because we've had a lot of people ask too as well, uh, a COVID update. Uh, I you know we're gonna spare Nipe uh, from having to do this. Uh, I think in short. And it still it does matter. We that was kind of off the cuff and us trying to be a little humorous. It yeah. is around. It still matters. Yeah. Not to downplay it. So. Yeah. No. It, it does. It does still matter. You know. It's still important to wear a mask. Uh, social distance. Wash your hands. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if you guys have anything else specifically to add. Oh, I know there's a lot of talk and chatter about vaccines in the in the pipeline. Uh, you know, just make sure you're getting your uh, information from you know the most reliable source you can. Uh, whether that's uh, you know probably not a lot of people necessarily have access to medical literature, but it's you know making sure you're getting your information from a reputable news source. Uh, you know. Joe Schmo on Facebook, Twitter probably isn't necessarily that. Uh, so take everything you gain. Uh, you learn about all of this with a grain of salt because it's been so politicized and everything. So make sure that uh, the information you get you fact check uh, before you just take it as gospel. So lots out there, um, but it really does boil down to wear a mask, wash your hands, and socially distance. I think that nails it. Perfect. Man, if we could have just fast-forwarded like five months ago and when they had to listen to night for 57 minutes. Yeah. And, by, and by fast forward, he means rewind. <laughs> 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 but, uh, um, again, no, his mental health is just, uh, not, not where it should be yeah, right now. So it's okay. Uh, November 1st, he could lose again. So, all right. Anyways, uh, coming up next, uh, we have our brome education segment, which, uh, if you uh, haven't listened to us for a while or, uh, haven't listened to us, we take uh, a little section each month where we take an emergency medicine issue and we talk a little bit about the nuts and bolts of the medical side of things. So, uh, Coming up uh, on the other side of the break, we'll have uh, some brome education. Hey, Bro Emergency listeners, this is DJ Saz sitting here outside the vault, our recording studio in the LVO basement. I'm sitting here waiting for the boys to come back, hopefully to record again. You know, last time I had to wait here for five months before they showed back up. Hopefully it won't be that long. But if it is, just a reminder, you can check out old content of Bromergency and Apple, Spotify, and bromergency.podbean.com. Welcome back to Bromergency. This is DJ Saz. It's time for a little segment we like to call Brom Education time where we take a topic of the week or topic of the podcast i should say uh probably shouldn't say week when we only record once every five months uh so topic, <laughs> yeah, of, the po- topic of the podcast and kind of go through some of the nuts and bolts of the uh, the medical side of things and it is my turn this month to uh, go through this so uh the title of our episode uh is hot babies uh so what in the world is that all about we're going to talk a little bit about uh babies with fevers um you know that's a complaint we see very commonly in the emergency department uh, and I think a lot of it is centered around um, you know lack of knowledge and understanding and you know parental concern uh, it's I think scarier uh, come from somebody who doesn't have a kid but scary when it's uh, a person that can't tell you what's wrong uh, and you just notice something that's abnormal in this case having a fever so understandably it's a very common presentation of the emergency department so very quickly what is a fever it's a body temperature greater than 100.4 degrees uh, when taken with an accurate mean, uh, with an accurate, uh, taken in an accurate way. And what do we mean by that? Uh, usually, especially in the night house, uh, the standard is a rectal uh, temperature. Um, You're GD right. <laughs> yeah. And in the ER, too. Not, yeah, Nipe's yeah. not totally crazy. That's why, what we why, do. Why is that, guys? Because it's the gold standard. It's accurate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's to get a core temperature so we can get, uh, you know, the... Or are you talking about why is it that Nipe does that? Yeah, I don't exactly. know. I don't know for that. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's why I was looking around. I'm like, I, I, is this like directed at me or like in medicine? Oh, man. That's good. Medically speaking, we like to get a most accurate measurement of the temperature. I have no idea why Nipe <laughs> does that for his 12-year-old son. Right. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, he doesn't man. have a 12-year-old. Yeah. Um, 
He so the other ways you can take them though, of course, uh, oral, oh, which is a hard, uh, especially when babies are really young. Uh, there's a tympanic where you um, check their ear and then uh, forehead thermometers, which we're all um, getting very familiar with nowadays with uh, the the vid being around every uh, day. Random number generators, essentially. Uh, they're not very accurate, but they give you a ballpark idea. Uh, one thing we do see a lot of is people with uh, what we call tactile fevers. Uh, it, it might be a little bit helpful, but it's not overly reliable. Uh, when it's a, better if you use the back of the hand. I don't know. <laughs> like if. <laughs> As opposed to. Uh, Great medical piece of information. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're I think that's actually how you like test a door to feel if it's like there's a fire <laughs> totally. on the other side. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Not really to, to figure out if your baby has a fever. <laughs> so. I think it's important to say a fever, though, is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, it can be a sign of infection, which is bad, of course, but um, it's the body's response to fighting infection. A fever is a normal uh, part of our body's immune system. It means the immune system is doing its job. So that can be a, a sign that uh, there's actually an appropriate immune system uh, in your child. Uh, fever, um, you know, usually leads to some dehydration. Kids just feel crappy. And it's hard because, again, as, as babies, they can't tell you why they don't feel well. So it can uh, be distressing to see parents that uh, are for parents that see their kids just not looking very good. Um, the degree of fever, so, you know, a fever of 105 versus a fever of 101 doesn't mean necessarily a lot to me uh, as much as the duration and how long it's been going on. And then how does uh, your child look in relation to the, the number? Um, there are things called febrile seizures, uh, which what we does do that mean? see. So good question, LVO. So basically seizure-like activity or seizure activity that occurs uh, secondary to fever, so high to body temperature. Um, obviously, anytime you see a seizure, it's frightening. We see seizures all the time, and I think sometimes you get almost numb to it, whereas I think the general public, when they see something like that, especially if it was your baby, would be incredibly frightening. Super alarmed, yeah. Yeah, and thankfully, febrile seizures, when they occur and you bring your child in for evaluation, oftentimes do just fine, uh, and we routinely actually discharge those children home. So uh, thankfully, uh, while very scary, doesn't necessarily... Um, you know, is in a harbinger of something big, bad, and scary going on necessarily. But there's no correlation between how, how high the temperature gets and the risk for that to happen. So, you know, don't get overly alarmed if your child looks okay and has a high temperature, just as an uh, indication that uh, something's going on. So as far as medicines you can give, uh, of course, the kind of the hallmarks are acetaminophen or Tylenol or ibuprofen. Um, and they... I think work, you know, not only to lower the body temperature, but also to make your child feel better, help them uh, get back to drinking, eating, and avoid dehydration, which is kind of a big enemy of uh, little ones. So um, I, I think uh, oftentimes, you know, we go back to one of our early questions of what uh, brings children into the emergency department um, or how we can avoid going to the emergency department would be to start with Tylenol and ibuprofen, see if you can get the kid feeling better before um, you bring them in. Um, historically, it's been taught not to give any ibuprofen under six months of age. Um, there's increased side effects, you know, with a bunch of different uh, body systems, which we won't get too far into the weeds on. And then we talk a little bit about dosing. Uh, we s oftentimes see uh, children underdosed with these medicines. Um, and the bottle, especially if you're under two, usually says, ask a doctor. Well, guess what? You got four doctors here. So the official... Ask away. Official party line is 10 milligrams per kilogram of ibuprofen, 15 milligrams per kilogram of acetaminophen or Tylenol. Um, and again, if you ever um, have issues with that, uh, there's a little a thing called the internet. You can quickly look that up on. Um, and going into the the temperature thing again real quick with the medicines to drop the temp. I mean, you said that the number doesn't matter. I would say that the thing that makes me the most happy is, okay, high temperature, you give a medicine, the temperature gets better, and the kid looks better. If that happens, we are almost 100% of the time really not that concerned. Kid's happy, eats and drinks when the temp is down and goes back up and they don't feel as well. Not surprising. Yeah. So when do we worry and when should you worry, specifically uh, kids that are under 30 days of age? Uh, so that's a time where the immune system's still immature. There can be infections from the birthing process, and there's different uh, types of bacteria that affect uh, these really little babies uh, that we worry about. Uh, once kids kind of get past especially three months, uh, they get even you know less 
uh, scary for us, and then especially after the four-month immunizations, um, the types of bacteria you can get infected with become uh, less, uh, which is uh, very uh, reassuring for us. Um, I think there's, a, there's a two-month vaccination, and that is like the very first holiday that we celebrate in our household. <laughs> They're like cake and stuff? or We should. Yeah. yeah. I get pretty darn excited. I got to be honest. That That's my happy day if we make it to that without a fever. Awesome. Well, and I think just, I mean, a quick timeout on on vaccinations, like, you know, they're a little bit controversial, but I think the overwhelming abundance of evidence would say, and I, and I truthfully don't think I'm being outlandish by saying this, that vaccines work. They're proven to work and they're proven to be safe. And it can prevent, prevent your child from some sort of serious bacterial infection like meningitis or a very serious throat infection that can affect the airway. And so I think it's something that, you know, you should pretty seriously consider if you're opposed to that, that I'm not trying to be political. I just think that it's... If you're opposed to that, talk to somebody that you trust that has a different viewpoint than you. Exactly. But I I like to throw one thing out there. Uh, this is something that I like to mention to people sometimes, but... Uh, you know, the average lifespan has increased greatly over the last few thousand years, but it really jumped after vaccinations. And that's because it used to be that people actually, if you made it past adolescence, you could live for a very long time, which is what happens right now today. However, there was a lot of babies that died. And then we got vaccinations. Correct. And then we had vaccinations that were created and all of a sudden a lot more babies survived. And once you get the babies past a certain age, they tend to do well. And that's why our lifespans have such greatly uh, jumped up. So it's easy, man. That's statistics. Math. Math doesn't lie. (laughs) So uh, clinical features of concern that you should watch for in your child. Uh, You know, we hear this term a lot, uh, lethargy, uh, lethargic child. Matt's convulsing over there, I think. Is that, is he having a I just don't. Seizure? I just don't like that word. How would you define that? Like you have a child. Like when? When is your child lethargic right. versus <clears throat> like tired after? Tired. Yeah. I mean, that. I think that that's right there. The uh, so lethargy is often felt. I think by most parents as like my kid doesn't look good and he's tired or she is tired, and lethargy is truly like an inability to function normally. Uh, and once you see a lethargic child, you'll never not understand what it is. It's really hard to define. And I don't know what the actual definition is if anybody wants to jump in, but it is just like profound weakness, fatigue, unable to do normal activities. I honestly not think being like tired. as an, ex- as an emergency physician with 10 plus years of experience within the first 15 seconds, I can tell if a child, I, I walk into a room and I can tell if a child is excuse me, if a child is truly lethargic or quote unquote sick in our world, you know, a a sick child to a parent is much different than someone that has done what we do for a living. And and that's not to say that we expect you to have the same, you know, understanding and knowledge base, but I think you can see a lot from the doorway and say that child does as floppy, just lays on the bed. When we start IVs or we put catheters in the bladder, the child just lays there motionless. That's not a good thing. Right. And I mean, full disclosure, as a father, it it's ne- I mean, it's hard to have a sick kid. I mean, thankfully I've never had somebody that's catastrophically ill in my household, but I mean, you still don't feel good watching the sick kid, no matter what, even as an emergency doctor. Yeah. Other things we're watching for profuse vomiting, breathing abnormalities, again, the fever going on for days upon days. Uh, we're looking for uh, well-appearing, non-toxic, uh, you know, kids, and that's what we're experts in. You know, leave it to us to, you know, kind of divvy out what makes kids sick. You know, blood infections, urine infections, pneumonia, meningitis. You know, that's where we train for as long as we do and become experts in it. Uh, but uh, do not take offense if you know you bring your child into the emergency department and you know all all the tests we order are just us laying eyes on them and evaluating them, looking them over. Because a lot of times, honestly, that's all your kid needs. And maybe some Tylenol and ibuprofen. So that's a little bit for you guys on uh, what we call hot babies. Um, you know, hopefully And we, please uh, give your kid Tylenol or ibuprofen if they're of age uh, before you bring them in and see how they do. Because it does not bother us 
if you give them the medicine. We will believe you if you say that they had a fever and it got better when you gave them medicine. Absolutely. This might be shocking to some of you, but <clears throat> Horst still has a little bit of empathy. And some of his favorite uh, patients are the little febrile six-month-olds. Because when you give them something, such as Tylenol or ibuprofen, they turn the corner so well if they have nothing toxic to them. And they're the happiest, cutest little things ever. And they'll melt your heart. So all in all, probably 99% of the time, it's not something bad. But also don't feel bad if you need to come see us. We enjoy seeing those little ones. We, uh, I think the four of us here especially enjoy taking care of little kids. I think most of us do in general. but It's tough at 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. But at the same time, that's, that's what we're there for. So. But I think when you're a parent, you can understand when your own kid is sick and then you see someone who it's a first-time parent and they bring their kid in at 4 in the morning. They haven't slept. Kid Absolutely. doesn't feel well. You know what I like about that? You just said that because you guys are parents, and that's a perfect segue into our next uh, bro banter. We're going to talk a little bit about being dads, uh, something that I know nothing about. And uh, I'm actually going to get some uh, dad education maybe from you boys. Uh, so uh, <laughs> looking forward to that. You ever taken a dog to it's, the emergency department? Uh, it's bro dad actually, education. several times. Oh, so, uh, no. All about that. Okay. <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys on the other side of the break. Hey, Bro Emergency listeners, when and where do you listen to Bro Emergency? Is it by the pool, like LVO? Is it while you're raising uh, children, tending to a newborn, like night? Is it uh, icing yourself after a uh, stressful procedure, like the horse? Or, or is it uh, like DJ having it on in the background while you're watching the Packers beat the Vikings? The options are endless, but it is accessible for any and all on Apple, Spotify, com. Check us out. Welcome, Bro Emergency listeners. Back with you here, DJ Saz. Uh, just got done with that Bro Education about the hot babies. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, being a dad, which is something I know nothing about. But I, luckily for you guys and for me, I'm here with uh, three dads who can uh, teach me all about uh, what it's like to be a dad. So, Yeah, so Matt, I guess like as a father of five, I understand the complexities of different child defenses from man-to-man to zone, you know, to double team very early on. But now you you changed. I mean, you you were... You're man-to-man defense, and now you're a zone guy. So how do you feel with yeah. going to three? Yeah. No, I mean, it's been uh, it's been a big change. I always considered myself a defender, and, uh, you know, I could I could switch between man-to-man and zone, and I was I was happy with that. And now we, uh, we're definitely in, you know, a pretty standard zone. Or, I mean, we do have this, like, one thing where I just don't do anything and Michelle guards everybody, uh, which I don't know what you call that defense, uh, but – you know, it's been it's been an adjustment, and I think we're we're surviving. Um, is that like the mom's babysitting again without you defense? Is that what that's called? Yeah, or like you know, football's on, and uh, I'm pretty excited. Defense. And unfortunately, as emergency physicians, when we're gone, like random times, days, nights, weekends, holidays, our wives get to be stellar champions at managing without us. Yeah, I mean it is. Uh, amazing at how well my wife does at taking care of the kids because I mean when I'm stuck with all of them babysitting yeah oh wait we can't call it that right it's terrifying it really is I love it I mean they're great but god it's exhausting I'd rather go to work Horace how do you handle having three kids Coors Lights <laughs> <laughs> How, how about this for someone who has zero? For the children or you? Or yeah. <laughs> Either or. I always tell them as long as they're getting me one out of the fridge, don't care how many are empty. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Who's uh, counting around here? Man. So uh, for somebody who doesn't have any kids, maybe uh, what are like the top three things that uh, that I need to know before I, I delve into this parenthood business? Like what what is something I need to know about? And then what it may, or maybe like, what is like a survival kit of like tools I need? <laughs> like I, uh, baby wipes. 
Yeah, okay, baby yeah. ways. That's a good. One. And always like in your car, even like my kids are older now, but you still have like a critical supply like underneath the back seat of things, you know, yeah. like Yeah. Maybe some wipes, maybe, you know, when your kids are still potty training age, definitely some spare pants because yeah, you never know when, pants. you know. Never change a diaper without like multiple safety nets like extra wipes extra diapers you know and then don't do it in the car because if you miss then your car stinks like boo for a week and are we talking about me or are we talking about our kids still (laughs) (laughs) talking about you last weekend yeah (laughs) yeah after the vikings game (laughs) no but i mean uh always have snacks don't you dare leave Without having access to snacks. Where, where do you change a kit, like when you're out? Do you go use those little tables that I look at when I'm going to the bathroom? Oh, or like... man, yeah, you can. I'll be honest. That kind of grosses me out. Yeah, so we just use the whatever chairs available at the restaurant right next to us. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I prefer that. I'm never sitting farm. next to horse at a restaurant ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, yeah, my They're wife has uh, like, a, like a bag that like opens and like, kind of flips the magic out. Pad. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got a pad so on I it. Ba- and... I got to get a bag. Huh? Yeah, you got to get a bag. A bag with a pad. Is there some big news that we should be known about? I'm. The... If there is, I'm not going to have a lot to do with it. It worked that way. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, honey. Just kidding. You know, it kind of reminds me of a funny story from way back in medical school. I had a classmate um, who had a car he'd had since high school, and uh, he he babied this thing. And I mean, so this was ten plus years later that we were in med school, and so our families got together and they had little kids, and we did too. And um, you talking about changing diapers reminded me, and so. We're like, okay, yeah, uh, hey, let's, uh, you and I, let's go run and get the pizza. And so we go down to Papa John's or whatever and get the pizza. And so he pays or I pay whatever, grab the pizza and walk out. And I go to get in the front seat. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm carrying the pizza. He goes, no, 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 that goes in the trunk. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, no, I was just going to carry it. So it doesn't like, he's like, no, no, no. Pizza has never, food has never been in this car. It goes in the trunk. Now being a father, like that usually lasts for like a week or so yeah. in our house. Yeah. And then there's food everywhere. Mm-hmm. You got goldfish ground got into it. the seats. I and Yeah. I mean, so Michelle and I just came back from this trip. And so we did the endeavor of cleaning the car seats. I mean, there's very few things that will test your marriage more than cleaning car seats. Man. <laughs> did you power wash them or no? I well, I don't, I don't actually chisel? know how they like got washed, but I'm telling you, I put them like together, and oh my god, it just drives me crazy. And I mean, we we have fought probably more about car seats than most things. <laughs> it's <laughs> have you ever tried to put one in like with the whole latch thing and the get it secured down tight? What do you, yeah, that's what I mean. That's a part of this. It drives me yeah, insane. Yeah, like when you got to put them back in. Yeah. that's the worst part. It's horrible. And like trying to get them safe. And so there, I mean, and we've got a couple ones that have like the little clickers that like are yeah, like, the latch like, thing. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But there's one matter. that we have that's the best one. I'm doing air quotes right now. <laughs> that's the best one, right? It's like the most safe and probably the most expensive. Whatever. I hate this thing. It's a monstrosity, and it has like instead of like. The like it's like a lazy boy recliner that you're trying to strap into the car. Yeah, right? but yeah. I mean, it has actually like just a little hook that you have to like hook in there versus like the little thing that clicks. I mean, arguments have <laughs> it's anyway. Maybe that's a side. I love you, babe. Maybe that's like a side business for us that we could become expert car seat installers and just Ooh, like. There we go. Help every dad out and you be like, You couldn't pay me enough money. Hey, bud, to do that. 100 bucks cash, <laughs> put that seat in. Like, no, not even worth side it. Side hustle no. or side hustle. Um, here's a question, though, that I, I hear a lot about. How, how did you decide what time do you like travel at certain times with kids, or do you just like, Hey, when I feel like going in the car, I'm going in the car? Like, yeah, did something? you do the midnight run, or did you see? You mean like, like a, a midnight run? What does that mean? Yeah, like, so you guys like travel at night so they sleep, or what? So, uh, well. You know, our oldest two kiddos are very similar in age. And so when we used to blaze a trail, 
um, I would always want to start at nap time. So, you know, we'd like load them in the, the car and then we'd go. And I'd like to do it, especially after night shifts, because I would feel like I can drive through the night. Um, it's becoming harder to do that because I'm just more tired and realizing that's maybe not quite as safe. Um, and now we've got, you know, a, an infant that sleeps pretty well. And then the two other kids don't sleep as well. But honestly, I mean, I got to give my kids some mad props. They did awesome on this trip. Um, I did have a discussion with Michelle about how, you know, we can't really use this as like a blueprint because Cal is obviously like very new and he slept really well, but the next trip that we take, I'm sure he'll be just not happy about sitting in a car the whole time. The older kids were actually awesome. They had their moments, but I mean, it was great. You know, like movies or what? Yeah, they, uh. We rented a bunch of uh, the, uh, Nickelodeon shows from the library, you guys. Yeah, you can nice. rent DVDs from the library. Uh, and there were DVDs, and we had an argument about, I was like, it's a Blu-ray player. I'm you asking you this, DVDs. by the way, for Taya the next time I'm taking her yeah, car. Yeah, smart, <laughs> smart. DJ, she says. But they, we had like 12 of them, and we watched probably two of those DVDs. Over and over and over yeah, and over again. Of course, of course. Yeah. And then for me, I mean, so I was Wait, wait, the argument was that you got DVDs, and she didn't think that the Blu-ray player was capable? Or what no, was no, that? no, it was the other way around. Yeah, I was... I was kind of like, well, why are we getting Blu-rays? Like, it mattered. I don't know. I mean, I'm just weird. I want my kids to have quality. Yeah, like, oh, they need the HD. Yeah. 4K, baby. Have you ever watched something in standard def? Come on. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, so I did the other day while we were on this trip, I was watching the Celtics, and I mentioned to uh, Michelle's brother that, I was pretty annoyed because the standard definition on the TV made it so I couldn't tell who was taking the shot every time. Uh, anyway, we're spoiled now with technology. Yes, we are. Yeah, that's a uh, another topic. Yeah. So, DJ, you got enough dad advice now to move I, on, you I, think? I, I, can I, maybe, maybe. Can I make I it know. real for a second? Yeah, yeah, make it real. I, this is usually a, a horse thing, but I will say one one thing to tell somebody before they're going to be a parent, though, is you just all of a sudden realize how selfish you used to be. You had all of this time and it's now being like eaten up by another human. Uh, and it's awesome, but it's kind of, uh, I don't know what the word is, enlightening, I guess. I mean, I, I felt like a bad person. I realized how selfish I had been in so many ways. Uh, and then I felt even worse because I kind of missed having some of that. Uh, I mean, I played video games for three hours today, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah. He doesn't look like he's uh, upset about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that, too. <laughs> Not so much anymore. Yeah. Well, that's okay, though, right? Like, uh, it's uh, just trading off or something uh, better, maybe, or different? Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's amazing. It's just, it was just a very, it was a very odd thing that you had to kind of, like, realize. Yeah, no. I, I can see that. Very good. Um, hey, hey, Knight, we got through this whole segment without any, like, <clears throat> Knight kid stories. Oh, yeah. It's kind you of, know, been, a, it's kind of been, been a thing. It's almost a regular people are segment. People about them. They like them. What, what do you got? got anything? Okay. So I feel like I should give you guys a couple since uh, we're we've been out of the game. We're overdue. Okay. It's so not like things have stopped happening. In right, the house, right, right, right. Yeah. So let's go back in time before the baby came out of my wife. Um, our middle child now, he uh, he's definitely an aggressive child, and he takes after Thor or possibly Hulk, but he's really into hammers. Um, and he, towards the end of the pregnancy, would tell everybody that he wanted the baby out and that he was going to hit the baby out with the hammer. Uh, and it became it became a thing that we were actually concerned that we needed to kind of monitor uh, that he was not striking <laughs> Michelle. So he uh, locked up all the hammers at night. Yeah, exactly. It's just got to be careful. Yeah. got to be careful. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, and then, I mean, a, a fun story from the trip is uh, we have never gone on a vacation where – our one of our children hasn't vomited and on the way 
to Wyoming. Um, we made it just outside of Rapid City, and we stopped, and we got a sandwich, and we were all playing outside at a rest stop because, you know, that's the place to hang out. And <clears throat> right as we were getting back into the van, Connor, our oldest, said, I think I'm going to throw up, and he walked over to the grass and vomited <laughs> everything that he had just <laughs> eaten out. It was it was incredible, um, and Michelle commented that he's gotten really talented at like <laughs> knowing that it's going to happen and not making a big mess. Yeah, it was it was good, and uh, he got really mad at one point during the wedding reception that we were at um, because the internet went out. Uh, because our kids are like super spoiled. <laughs> My God. But anyway, he got upset. I need 5G, Dad. <laughs> yeah, he, he was upset that like the truck videos weren't loading fast enough. And so I took him outside because it was during the maid of honor speech. And he got himself so worked up that he once again threw up. Um, and once again, he walked to the edge of the sidewalk and threw up uh, into the grass. And uh, it, was, uh, it was good form. Like good father, form. like son. Exactly right, yeah. Yep. And uh, a brand new one, actually, I was just told about this. So uh, our middle child again, Caden, he is the spitfire of the family. But uh, <clears throat> Michelle had said to him that she needed to feed the baby. And uh, we're breastfeeding. And We're or Michelle? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Semantics. Uh, anyway, so the uh, the question that came out of Caden's mouth was, uh, is Cal going to eat your penis? And <laughs> to Michelle. <laughs> to, to Michelle, yeah. And uh, we so we do definitely use like, like true anatomic <laughs> terms with our children, uh, thinking that that's going to make things better. But we sometimes uh, have some confusion, apparently, about uh, what take, different genitalia are. Take notes, are. DJ. I am yeah. taking notes, So, man. Anyway, it was a learning moment uh, for Caden that... A nipple you know, is known as a, a nipple. A nipple is not a penis. Um, and so we're all better off for that. Nice. Uh, those are... Uh... All right, I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. Yeah, no, those are two good stories. Uh, that's uh, or three. Five, yeah, Wait. three, three. Yeah, yeah. You had to get third in there. Yeah, five, uh, five months worth of night, uh, night stories. That's a. Uh, you're story. all welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, speaking of three, you know what comes in threes? What? Horses, two cents. Yeah. Oh, Horse. nice. Uh, hey, yeah. Should we take a quick break and come back with uh, yeah. horses, three yeah, cents? Yeah. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with horses, three cents, and the best thing we ate or drank. We'll see you guys on the other side of the break. Hey, Bromerancy listeners. Are you having a hard time getting your kids to fall asleep tonight? Just looking for that extra little time for some rest for mom and dad? Reading those typical Mother Goose nursery rhymes just isn't cutting it? Well, we got somebody even better than Mother Goose. We've got Uncle Horse. That's right. The Bromerancy podcast is approved for any and all ages. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, broemergency.podbean.com and Facebook and Twitter for social media updates. Check us out. Back after that bromancer, DJ Sands here. We've got some good news for you guys. We've got uh, horses, not two cents, but uh, three cents uh, with horse. So horse, take it away. Three cents, uh, purely just three items this week. Going to be short, brief, and, and to the point. First cent is I wholeheartedly agree with Nipe and LVO. Being a dad is pretty darn cool. Being able to take your kids hunting and fishing, seeing faces and smiles and all that kind of good stuff. So love that banter. Love that uh, about being a dad. Uh, hope and pray for everyone that ever wants to be a parent that that truly happens for them. Uh, the second one, uh, on a little bit more serious note for horse, uh, tomorrow morning having rather a historic snip, uh, only purely because uh, – if horse's wife were to become pregnant again, it would be rather high risk. So uh, horse has to go under the knife tomorrow. Going to be a quick, uh, hopefully a painless little thing. Hence why I've been a little mentally off this evening, thinking about that, uh, sweating a lot, thinking about it. 
And the third cent is uh, really why you're listening is the uh, true advice of the weekend. It's a betting parlay. It might become a recurring feature yeah. for those of you who are inclined Ooh. to take uh, a game of chance. Bet of the week. And it really, really is a bet of the week because it pains me to say this. Is the NFL is a hard thing to bet on early in the season. Covering, covering lines, all that kind of stuff is difficult. But I feel very strongly there is a three-team parlay where if all three teams win, you get a very nice payout. Uh, those three teams being all favorites, which again in the NFL is sometimes hard. Two of them traveling, the Ravens, the Chiefs, and as much as this hurts to say, Packers at home against the Lions. Thank you. Feel Thank very you. strongly that, that three-team parlay hits. The and, DJ uh, approves of this parlay. Yes. And if you hit it and uh, you take that little piece of uh, betting nugget and end up buying your significant other a nice dinner with that, then amen. It's a good evening. There you go. There that's you go. Good, that's a good three cents. So just real quick. How are you doing on betting this uh, week, horse? <laughs> Should we be taking this advice? Yeah, tell it tonight. The Clippers, uh, they they hurt. They hurt the old account. Uh, rather, yeah, they hurt. That's okay. Can't win them all. That's right. All right. Best thing we ate or drank this week. A recurring segment here for the Bro Burnsy guys. Uh, start with you, LVO. Best thing you ate or drank this week. Oh, tough one for me. Um, I, so we had. Uh, couple of families from our local high school over this week to do a little outside socially distant tailgate and uh, my wife made a favorite tailgating food which is a dip for tortilla chips that has like Velveeta and Rotel and some pork sausage yeah, in it and I it know was that. oh yeah it was yeah. fantastic yeah, it's like amazing that. how simple and good that is delicious night best thing you ate or drank so mine was actually from uh, a rehearsal dinner. Mm. We were in Teton Village in uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and <clears throat> we were at this Italian restaurant, and they had pizza and salads and pastas, and I had been keto, and I decided uh, it's not worth it. And uh, one of the pasta dishes that they brought out was a mushroom like, I don't even know what kind of pasta this was. I don't know what the mushrooms were. I asked the guy, but then I drank too much and forgot what he told me. <laughs> uh, and anyway, it was fantastic, this mushroom pasta. I mean, and I've never been the type of person that would think that you could eat pasta without some sort of meat and feel satisfied. And I would have eaten that pasta until I like died. I mean, it was so good. I, I took, I stole some to bring back to the hotel room. I ate it for like the next several days. Fantastic. Uh, horse, how about you? Best thing you ate or drank this week? So, uh, DJ says, I'm pretty sure I did not eat or drink this thing, but I have an addiction. And my addiction is peanut butter. It is my kryptonite. It's the thing that I love. So, about three weeks ago, I made a quick bet with my wife, said, Hey, I'll bet you a sum of money, a thousand bucks, that would really hurt if I eat this peanut butter before we go on a trip and if i eat this peanut butter then she gets a thousand bucks to shop with to me that's gonna hurt and so had to make it somewhat painful saturday night we had some friends in town uh had some libations woke up sunday morning um i don't recall this i'm pretty sure 100 percent i didn't do it but all i woke up to sunday morning is my wife holding a knife that is full of peanut butter and saying as you know I always clean off the knives when I put peanut butter on it. There's no one else. So I either slept and like walked and ate this peanut butter. My buddy somehow got a big thing of jar of peanut butter. I'm not sure, but that's uh could or could not have been the best thing I ate. I think this she week. sabotaged you. I don't know. I don't know. But Shopping we're gonna find out so in a week what, or two. What what was uh what were you gonna win if you didn't do it? Uh hopefully not be oh. horse and a half. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh okay. Not a nice steak dinner? No, as good as peanut butter is for you, it's rather high calorie. So, Got it. All right, the best thing I ate or drank this week, um, you know, actually, you know, it was actually, it sounds lame, but I'm back on my diet. So uh, protein shake, I did, uh, there's a local place in town where I go to get protein shakes. I actually took the plunge into the pumpkin spice uh area of uh the year uh time of the year can um, we do that want wah button yeah okay 
So this a protein uh, shake. Yeah, this protein shake had uh, cinnamon swirl pumpkin cake, and uh, it was pretty dynamite. Is this diet only like ninety percent of the time as you drink it truly? I mean, yeah, yeah. Tonight uh, recording session. I mean, they are keto friendly. That's and, true. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they're basically water. Interesting. Hydration. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the the Trulies are up there for the best thing I ate or drank as well since I've been on a diet. But if a protein shakes make it. You know that it's been a, a a rough week for the the food intake, but uh, yeah, back on the way down, uh, losing some weight. So that, that, there's yeah, that. I guess. You look good. Proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Except um, for that ugly jersey. No, yeah, yeah. You uh, you want me to take the jersey off? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, underneath I got a Packers T-shirt, so it's all good. Uh, so guys, that was episode number four, Hot Babies. We talked a lot about, uh, it was good to get everybody back together again and have some discussion. You know, you guys have been hitting us up when it's coming back, so it is back. And we'll try to get uh, going on this uh, on a more regular basis. Uh, quick review on where to find us. Uh, since we last talked, we have now um, expanded uh, to Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. So if you just search Bro Emergency, B-R-O-M-E-R-G, E-N-C-Y, you'll find uh, our podcast uh, with our uh, logo, uh, which was designed by the one and only Josh Beatty. So huge props out to him. Thanks, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Yes, Josh. Yeah, so uh, you can find us on there, our website, bromergency.podbean.com. You can still uh, listen to us on the website. Also, uh, Facebook and Twitter are good uh, resources to stay up to date on the latest Bro Emergency news. And we're going to work on not only recording more episodes hopefully in the near future but also uh, perhaps in t-shirts so uh keep your eyes uh, peeled for some uh bro emergency swag yeah so um i think that's all i got for this week or for this episode i keep wanting to say week but again when you record every five months you can't say week um, yeah just let us know like what do you want to hear what what works what didn't yeah we love to hear feedback we love to hear you know what sorts of medical things you're wondering about um, you know, what uh, bro banter you'd love to hear. So really appreciate all the feedback we've gotten. We'll look forward to more. But uh, for LVO, Nipe, and Horace, this is DJ Sass signing, up on, uh, signing off on episode number four. The opinions expressed in this podcast and the discussion therein do not represent opinions of any healthcare system or any public entity. We do not guarantee the accuracy of the information provided and hope that any medical opinions will lead to further research by listeners prior to any bedside practice. Reference to any specific product does not represent an endorsement by Bromergency.